Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Baby 
Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That was Our Love is Beautiful by Ethan Gold. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing today? Hello. Hey, Nicole. You know what's cool about that song? You know, last week we, we spoke about, um, you know, or, or a couple of weeks ago, we talked about what is indie, mm-hmm. what, is, what is an indie artist. And I said, I think I said some, it's basically an artist that isn't on a major label. Yeah. I think, you know, there's truth to that. But also I think there's a kind of an attitude you know, an indie artist, like, and to me, that's an indie artist. Ethan is an indie artist. And even if he was on a, a major label, I think he'd still be like kind of an indie artist. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of a vibe. And I think yeah. he has that vibe. You know what I mean, Greg? Yeah. And yeah, and the other thing that we noticed uh, when we featured him the first time is that he has a very, very, very engaged kind of fan base or people that like what he does. I suspect he's one of those artists that is indie in so much as he doesn't really consider the people that are listening fans or audience. He's like, he's making music for friends. That would be my take. And I think that's super cool. That's a great song. We are recording this podcast in a different time frame, day wise. And, um, I needed a jump start today and, uh, that, was the perfect track to start with. Well, you know, it's funny too. Like, you know, I, I'm, you, you're going to, you're going to laugh too. Cause of all the things I always say in the past, but <laughs> the last couple of, um, for some reason, you know, I have all these old dat tapes, you know, digital audio tapes, if no one knows what that is and cassette tapes of songs that go way back to like, I'm talking like the seventies, you know, stuff that I've written. So I've been like going through this. So I, I got this digital cassette player that, you know, converts everything to digital so um, i want to get it all in my computer you know and get it all on mp3 as i'm listening well it's kind of cool but it's like this i'm traveling through this like you know my my past the journey back to my past and when i wrote songs for exactly that reason i know i say everybody wants to be famous that's all they want to do it for but back when i was doing this and when i was 17 and i just wanted to write these songs and i wanted to just like express myself and just um and so I, I, I'm kind of like contradicting myself and saying, you know, you're right. I don't think it's always just to be famous. I think it's it's to like, because I'm listening to these things I wrote. And the thing is, the topics were were so personal too. They were like like very little personal, like you know, little snapshots of my life. Not not these grand song themes, you know, just about little stupid things I did that day or, and that's wild. It, it's kind of cool. It's almost like I was a better artist then. <laughs> you, you uh, well, certainly less, um, I guess, less self-conscious, right? Yeah, I didn't know what the rules were. I, I wasn't jaded right. yet by the industry or anything else. And I was just like, you know, hey, that's cool. Let's do this. I had that youthful ignorance, but that, that you know, that. So Yeah, and, and listen, listeners won't know that you sent uh, Nicole and I a, a few of those uh, a day or two ago. And it struck me that what what year was the ones the piano demos? What year were those done? That's like seventy. Um, I don't know, seventy four, seventy three. You know, wow, I was in high so school. So we're talking about uh, thirty, almost fifty years, right? It's a joke, right? Don't you? And, That's crazy. And, and it's me. like you were you were putting those sketches down and doing them basically work tapes direct to to cassette. And then yesterday, uh, my wife and I were doing a bunch of errands, so we ran through a drive-through 
uh, for fast food. And, you know, um, I'm like sitting in the line at the drive through at the steak and shake, and I'm listening to, uh, music that you made almost 50 years ago. So it really is, it's, it's a strange world and music is kind of timeless. If you document it, if you put it in a quotes fixed form, it can be listened to a hundred years from now. Right. So. But I'll tell you, it's so, um, I, one thing I love about today's technology that we didn't have back then is like back then the technology was primitive, man. I live at a cassette deck, boom box. I'm singing. It's all echo and you just, it's all distorted. Like I'm banging on a piano and the piano's out of the voice and there's no mixing because there's no channels. It's just one thing. And, uh, I was, I hate that some of that stuff is such poor quality and, yeah. you're, and you're really, and I've tried cause I have equipment. So I've tried to like re it and remaster it and stuff but it's only so much you can do with it you know it's still pretty yeah, when, much the, when the motor on the on the tape machine is kind of like not regulated and you get that they i think they used to call it wow and flutter right you, you have know that, that right you know that was um you know you have to listen through you have to learn to listen through that if you're interested in mining the the material out of it right but I guess at the time it's funny. Like I'm just trying to go back to it. By the time after I recorded that, I go, then I go, wow, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for the time, it probably was decent. No, it, it was a bangy. It was a tack out of tune piano and some guy screaming. You know, it was. Um, <laughs> but there was some. I thought there was some charm there. Some of the lyrics I thought were interesting for someone that young. I thought. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you know, I had. I guess, we we should uh, we should. Uh, Go for broke and actually feature it next week or feature. What do you mean we should go week? for broke? It's my tape, so I'm the one making a fool of myself. <laughs> go for broke. Oh no, 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 no! I like no, how you're wait. so you're so um, you know what you, with my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, as as I mentioned earlier in the week, it's like you know, I never get tired of featuring your work because I feel like it was kind of the inspiration for the podcast, the idea that I have to continually give you a pep talk after 30 years to say we haven't not made it because we haven't stopped. Right. And what you do is viable and has been for 40 or 50 years. So let's just well, stick it well, up, I'll there. Tell you something stick it up there on the internet. I'll tell you something interesting that I'm in the process. Of, I'm in, I'm in the process of doing something, but all this, like, you know, revisiting stuff is making me think again but there's this great i don't know if anyone knows about tarot cards but there's a great tarot card called the fool right oh yeah and the fool card is basically it's a guy it's a it's a man with one foot off a cliff holding like a like a hobo's uh stick with a bag at the end you know and he's walking off the cliff and when if you get it you know right side up it's about the youth how the youth are so you know they're so like young they don't realize they can't walk on air, you know, so they walk off the cliff because they think, because they don't know they can't, you know, but then if you get it inversed, what, what it kind of signifies is that is when you get older and you're wiser, you get to that point where you, you learn that you can walk off the cliff, you know? So, so I think I'm, I'm the, I'm feeling like I'm at the, I used to be like, you know, the, the regular, am I making, making sense here? You and are. now, and now I flipped it over and now I'm getting to that point where, you know, I think I can walk off the cliff, you know, because I'm, I'm, yep. I, I have enough experience to know I can, as opposed to before I didn't realize I couldn't. So 
Did this yeah, I've been reading. I've been reading a lot the last few weeks, and uh, uh, that the concept of the wise man once the fool came up in my reading. The idea that you have, you know, you, no wise man has ever not been a fool. You start out the fool. I uh, think. Uh, I think even further. I think if you are a wise man, you know you are a fool. You know, um, exactly. You know, and, and right, and so like, if, if that's a, if that's the barometer, that I must be pretty wise. Because- <laughs> <laughs> that's a couple times that you've mentioned tarot cards. Do you do you uh, like that? I mean, have you ever uh, practiced the idea that uh, I I think it's 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 kind of a unique storytelling uh, device, right? I tell you a funny story, but you know Gary, right? So my friend Gary. Yep, yep, That's yep. funny. It's coming up to his birthday soon, anyway. So this will be a little tribute to Gary. My, my friend Gary he passed about fifteen years ago. One day we were in like a, we were, we were doing this booth at at in in like the village in New York. He came up from Florida because he was he worked for this company, so he had a booth in this fair we were part of. And and the booth next to us was this tarot card reader, right? So we're setting up one day and she goes, you want me to read your cards? I said, no, nah, that's okay. Gary goes, yeah, you can read mine. I think I remember you telling this but story. But the funny thing is with Gary, but Gary like spent his whole life, I know him, I love him, but <laughs> tried his whole life trying to get rich quick. Like if he spent half the time working on something then trying to get rich quick, he might've got rich. But so when he was sitting with the tarot card readers, he goes, so she goes, okay. And she's, as she's putting out the card, she's asking him, so what, what, what are you looking for? He goes, well, I'm hoping for like to meet someone, he says, who like, who like take care of me, like pay for me so I can become an artist and do my arts and he just will support me. And as she's putting out the card, she's going, yeah, um, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> So, so Seinfeld, man. Right, it exactly was. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, because he was, he was wishing, like, again, he used to have these great books. We, we used to go to college together up in New Falls, and he used to have these books under the bed, like, make millions while you sleep. And he, he sent away for every stupid... Um, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that. So anyway, yeah, so, yeah, The Fool, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, there in that journey, there's always you know you're you're making well being wise is nothing more than being able to trust and having a series of good decisions one after another. You feel like you can you can call upon that again. I'll even go further. I think for me, and it's funny me saying this, but I think being wise is the ability to shut up. And I think listening I must huge. be very wise then because I very how much have not talked today yet. <laughs> you, 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 you're a listener. You're a good listener. Well, well there's something to that, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just, uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but uh, my cousin sent a book to me that was really cool. I mean, it was kind of uh, religious based, but it was is basically about prayer. And I'd always had a bit of a disconnect on that. But the premise behind this book is the idea that when you pray, instead of asking for things, instead of being conscious or aware that you're praying, you should basically be listening because God speaks in a million different ways and we just don't know how to listen. I kind of followed that thread along my own personal path and recognize that many years ago when I made a record called A Celebration of American Farm, I um, 
found this old hymn, uh, and the title of it was Be Still and Know, which I know is biblical. But Be Still and Know is just the embodiment of listening in prayer. I agree. Talk about listening. You want to play another song? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. We want to play Paul Lawrence All By Myself. Yeah, Greg, you dig this song because it's kind of kind of like retro. Yeah, He's really you know, vibey, this guy. Really interesting uh, little side story about this track. So uh, Nicole and I did a, a podcast uh, convention uh, a couple of weeks back, and we actually spent some time in, uh, speaking of booths, we spent time in this booth that's sponsored by podcastmusic.com. Well, uh, I noticed that we, of course, had the tracks up there. Every track available at podcastmusic.com was there. Um, we had a fairly nice sound system. So I would just stand out in front of the booth and I was just actually playing music. Well, every time over the course of being in the booth, every time I would play this track, the Paul Lauren track, people would kind of move in the direction of the booth and the traffic would actually, their attention would be grabbed and the traffic would actually come to the booth. It happened three or four times. And I think that's very odd. You know, it's kind of cut through. And I'm thinking that maybe the authentic nature of his voice was cutting through all the crap in the uh, in the space. Maybe we should make this song the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should talk to Paul about that. But yeah, it was really cool to see. It was kind of like in the field testing, uh, and uh, people would just gravitated to the song. Very interesting. Well, yeah. let's let, let's hear it. This is uh, Paul Lauren, all by myself, right? Mm-hmm.
I like that song. You know what's cool? He's got a uh, TikTok thing that he does where um, once a week, he, he he's like a bartender. And he makes he, these- Yes. Like, he he, makes- he, he, it's a mix, he mix shows a new mixed drink. <laughs> and he, like, right. you know, I guess I'm going to have to get on the, you, the TikTok. He's funny. Well, no, he's he, funny guy. he puts it on his Instagram too. So if you oh, want to yeah. look, oh, well. you, can, you can look at his like reels and IGTV videos too. I don't too, like but- Instagram either. <laughs> Well, Here we go. Here we go. Don't We're like Spotify. To- <laughs> don't like Instagram. Don't like the TikTok. <laughs> don't like me that TikTok or that, you know, that Facebook. <laughs> uh, but no, he weekly he puts out like these cocktailing videos that are very well produced and right. um, it kind of shows his acting side a little bit, which is nice to bartend. So he, you know, I, I know what he's talking about, you know, so it's kind of funny. Carl, you have me, you, you got that in common, right? You have many years of bartending. Yeah, maybe there's something about bartend, bartending and wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you know, I, I talk about a bartending story. Um, again, this is we went to a place called the Cumberland with you, Greg, years ago. Yep. And there was this bartender you told me, I mean, your friend of yours, and he told me this great story. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it. He tells about his grandmother, right? And he goes, his grandmother was on her deathbed. She's in her, her 90s, right, or something like that. She goes to him, you know, honey, I feel I lived my whole life and I really didn't accomplish anything. You know, my life was just kind of, I just did nothing while I was here. And the guy goes, what do you mean, Grandma? You were here when the um, the onset of the airplane and, and like the television and, uh, geez, we went to the moon. And she like, all of a sudden gets a little, in her face gets a little weird and goes, when did I go to the moon? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't tell it as good as he told it, but. So is there any music business stuff we can talk about? Ah, no. No. Hell with the music business. (laughs) Well, I mean, we have seen in the headlines this week, basically a couple of big name line people that are canceling their stadium tours and dropping out of festivals and things like that because of the resurgence. So... Um, I know that that's kind of... To make it sound like the resurgence sounds like we're in some like apocalypse world. Uh-oh, there's the resurgence. You know, like, you mean the, the pandemic resurgence. The pandemic like COVID, resurgence, right? yes, COVID. So I know that's been making headlines uh, between Garth Brooks and then uh, Jason Isbell and The Offspring kicking out Pete Parada. Those are the things that at least I'm seeing in the news lately. And it's it's just interesting because they took the time to plan it and now everyone's just kind of canceling again so so who's canceling the artists don't want to don't want to do because they don't want to adhere to that mandated vaccine thing i i think so i and i think it's they don't want to ostracize their fans where if they didn't know about the rules they basically get turned away at the door so if you don't have the vaccine i think it's you have to have a negative covid test within 72 hours but a lot of people don't understand that, so they're rolling up and I don't, I don't, I don't believe they don't understand that. Everyone knows where they're going if, if they require you to have a test or a vaccine. So anyone who goes, I didn't know, then then they're just lying because it's so out there. That's my feeling. Whether or not you agree with it, that's not the point. But saying <laughs> you don't know about it is is baloney. I think too, it may also just be that people don't want to get the testing done. So they're feeling as if they can't go do things. And I mean, that's kind of the world we live in now. So So don't go do something. It's a big deal. I'll say this and it might sound odd, but I get the people not wanting to be forced to have a vaccination. I can almost understand that. Even less the mask. What's the big deal? Wear the mask. No one likes it, but so what? You put it on. I think think people are just silly, man. I I think that... uh they probably started shows too soon. 
That's my first. Well, because the bottom line, what 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 fuels everything in in our wonderful world, money. It's all about money. I was absolutely shocked when I saw the number of people at Lollapalooza. The fact is that I heard nothing, and I'm assuming there were a lot of people watching, but I heard nothing about that event becoming a, quotes super spreader. So is it the case that uh, this thing is resurging or, um, uh, or is out of control? Or can you do 100,000 people, you know, sneezing on one another and listening to some rock and roll music and have no negative consequences think, associated with I that? think you which, shouldn't which be able is to, it? You shouldn't be able to go anywhere unless you can prove you've had your measles shot. I know we started with a positive note and now we're ending on <laughs> Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. You wanted a topic this week, guys. You could have vetoed the topic. Well, I do think that I, I do think that everybody got started too early, and I think now they're kind of suffering the consequences of okay, well, we booked a bunch of shows, and now we realize that we really don't have a handle on what's in the best interest of our of our audience. So therefore, you end up catching a lot of hell on the idea that you had to cancel shows after you booked them, or you are requiring somebody to have proof of of the vaccine uh and you shouldn't be in people's private lives that way i mean it's a can of worms so just wait another six months before you book a tour i think i think we're done i think we're going to finish up with uh, another song somebody we featured a while back right yeah year love. we're going to feature year love and their song witness at the end of the episode so do you want me to get us out of it well, who's chewing something oh sorry i have kenzie on my lap <laughs> Oh, now we have like three-year-olds eating. We have, yeah. So Kenzie's making her first appearance on the podcast, episode 57. So she's chewing chips. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, she walked in about two minutes ago wanting that's a snack okay. and then that's she didn't okay. want to leave. Uh, but I'll get us out of this episode. Does that sound good? Oh, munchkin. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the 9420 Podcast. For all of the things that we have spoken about during this episode, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Until next time, we'll talk to you all later. Say goodbye, Greg. <laughs> goodbye, Greg. And I can say Can't see.